podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Fire for them, fire for them. If you're looking for that 35 bag umbrella and all that thing there, keep it locked with this Unomics podcast. Hello and welcome back to episode 67 of the Dishonomics podcast. As is the tradition, I'd like to start the show with a shout out to the previous week's listeners. Episode 66 with my boy, Mr. Expose. He took time out of showing us his beautiful white Range Rover to come on my podcast and talk about entrepreneurship. He, he of course, is an entrepreneur who's been his grind for many years and he started to see the fruits of his labour. So we started off discussing the whole Kylie Jenner, is she self-made billionaire? Of course she is. Well, she's not a billionaire as of yet. And that kind of led into people's attitudes towards CEOs and entrepreneurs, especially of startups and how much difficulty these type of people face in their fields and how much risk there is. We discussed like kind of like the do's and don'ts, um, different ways of raising money, and just loads of tips and um, kind of life advice for other young people who are on that entrepreneur type path. And just general advice and tips for some people in their day-to-day lives anyway. I think most people that I've listened to have told me that they enjoyed it and they learned a few things. So make sure you check that episode out. Anyway, what's been going on this week before I start my podcast? Um, France won the World Cup. It didn't come home. Thank God for that. I've been supporting France for the World Cup. I told people I've supported France for the World Cup since 2017. So not because I'm a bandwagon gunner. So shout out France for the World Cup. One of the best World Cup. I think that's the most that's the most I've enjoyed a World Cup ever. I don't really like international football, but the quality of goals and there's a lot of drama. So that was fun. It's all kicking off from the Conservative Party. Hella people resigning. Um, the whole Brexit debacle is just a shambles. I'm not sure Theresa May's on the last. I intend on doing a podcast on this. I'm just trying to get a politics guest and it's been a bit tricky, but once I get that sorted, you will get that episode. Um, what else has happened this week? Mm, I think that's pretty much about it. I don't really care about football and sport. Let me not lie to you. But yeah, anyway, this week's episode, I'm joined by one of my good friends, Loretta, a young lady. She works in IT consultancy. She's on the, she's in the front office or so she's on the sell side. She's doing big things. Like I think she's um, some sort of assistant head of some division or something like that. So we talked about women in tech, the kind of attitudes towards women, actually towards black people, the role itself, the work-life balance, how it is when you're traveling a lot and all that type of stuff. So yes, episode 67. I hope you enjoy. Let's go. Hi, it's MXM, and listen to the Dysonomics podcast because it's live. Hello, welcome back. Why are you laughing? Episode 67. I'm joined by one of my good friends, Loretta. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Well, I'm a bit professional. Oh, thank you. I was going to talk about my profession, so I'm going to try and be professional. What do you want? Speak normally. Um, I'm speaking normally. Okay, go ahead. Let's try again. Hello, Loretta. Hello. I can't help it. (laughs) This is my voice. No? got your nine to five voice on <laughs> okay so um how you doing so you're where are you from country wise jamaica ha 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 so hilarious no i'm from st lucia and grenada so jamaica not jamaica not jamaica i've got no problem with jamaicans by the way i'm just saying <laughs> i'm not from there just putting it out there anyway so shut <laughs> the hell up no i'm joking um and you're residing in what part of london I live in Northwest London. Whoop whoop. You know. Where where did you where did you go to uh, <laughs> where did you go to university? I went to Bournemouth University, so on the south coast. So. Do you know what? Yeah, funny enough, you said that. Um, yeah. My one of my managers was talking about going. He's going to Bournemouth this weekend with his family. Yeah. And that was a really good beach. I was like, mm, yeah. There's a really really nice. There's a, a few sand, nice beaches. There's a sand beach. I was like, what? So I was trying to tell my friend to go to Bournemouth. Like the sand is really not, like you would actually sit on the sand. It's a really nice beach. What's the nightlife like? Is it lit? Um, that means it's not lit. It, no, it was fine. It was it was good for what it was. That's that's not that's not. Really... I mean, it's not London, but it's good. You, know, you have good nights out in Bournemouth. Do they play like decent music? They play decent music if you go to the right place. Oh, okay. Yeah, we might have to. What about you the get food? a bunch of weirdos there? Yeah, what do you yeah, mean? What about there? the food? What's the food saying? It's like good restaurants and stuff. Yeah, there's nice restaurants. What do you mean? You you about to shop like you didn't go? Well, you yeah, because you're going on like it's. 
you're in I don't know Cornwall or something like there's no I can't lie anything outside of London I just think it's bare like you're so lost you went to you went to uni in like the Midlands what are you talking about exactly Burnham slums anyway (laughs) um, (laughs) yeah anyway so what did you study for for university I did finance and economics yeah like a real G and what made you take finance and economics Um, I kind of fell into it to be honest as I do with most things how did you fall into a degree can you let me finish? Okay, so I did um, economics at A-level and I loved it. So, um, and I was always good with numbers. So it kind of just made sense in terms of what I wanted to do moving forward. Oh, what do you want to do moving forward? I had no clue. So it didn't but make sense. I knew... It didn't make sense in terms of what you wanted to do. It did make sense because I knew I'd likely end up either in finance or in that kind of field. And okay. I knew I wanted to make money, so... Okay. You know. Yeah, I had a similar trail of thought. Exactly. Yeah, I'm just asking questions to make sure they're on point. Okay, cool. And did you enjoy uni? She doesn't matter if you enjoyed uni or not. Like, that's no, not you asked me if I enjoyed uni. Anyway. I care about my feelings. No, no. I did enjoy uni, actually. <laughs> um, I wanted to get out of London. I didn't want to follow everyone else. So all of my people went to the Midlands. And I was like, I want to get away, do something different. There we go. Ends up in Bournemouth. Yeah, you need to go join a bad gang. Certain people's unis have shootouts and that. But anyway. Um, Are you crazy? I came out with a first. Don't even try and get onto me. No, I, no, I was saying you, you didn't enjoy a bad gang. Some people's unis, they had shootouts. Well, well done for getting a first. Are you being serious? Yeah. What university had a shootout? Oh, were you involved? Of course, we was I involved? Hell no. What would the bunny people do a shootout? At I thought you were a gunman. I d- oh, sorry. I'm oh, gonna, yeah, we're not supposed like, to tell people. Like, like I'll sorry, ed- podcast. Like I'll edit this out. <laughs> waste your time. Anyway. <laughs> so... Um, after university, what did you, like, how long did it take you to get into your job, into your first job? Into my first job. So after my second year at university, I did a placement year. So I did a year in industry. Very smart. I wish I did that. Yeah, it was a good idea, actually. I absolutely loved it. There was no, sorry. They're caressing the bottle, you know. Go on. There was no downside <laughs> to it, to be fair. Um, no, I won't give it back to you. Make it, it's making too much noise. Okay, sorry. Um... Yeah, so I did a year in industry at the company that I currently work at. So I went there to work for a year and I worked within the financial services industry in in that form of tech. So working with technology for that specific industry. Um, And I just loved it. Like it was so interesting. I learned so much. I met a lot of people and I connected with mainly the salespeople that work there. So the front office, yeah. um, client facing roles mainly. And I said, well, this is where the money is. So this is where I'm about to go. So I kind of figured out where in the company I would fit best coming back after I graduate. And I basically approached the manager and said, I'm going to work for your team in about a year and a half. I was like, you're going to hire me back. And he did. So really? Yeah. So when I grad, I pretty much grad no so when I went back into my final year I already had an offer for my graduate job so I didn't have to worry about it throughout the year so you're looking at me like we've never had this conversation before but anyways um, so no, no I'm looking at you thinking I'm a bum oh sorry I no so I literally I went I was at UD so I interviewed over the summer into the job that I wanted to go into um, by the time I got back into third year I had my job sorted so I was I was working hard obviously but I was chilling in terms of a job yeah um, and I remember like just advice for people that are going into their third year, you need motivation. So for me, I had my job lined up, but if I didn't get to one, there was going to be no job. Yeah. I also booked a holiday for just when I finished, when I graduate, well, not when I graduated, when I finished mm-hmm. uni. Yeah. Um, so if I didn't get to one, I didn't graduate or well, no, I did graduate. I wouldn't get my job and I wouldn't get money and therefore couldn't go on holiday. Yeah. So I did everything like to make sure you, yeah. to make sure I did good. So yeah, graduated. I think I took like three or four weeks off and then got straight to work and I've been there ever since. Okay, cool. So, um, so you, uh, why are you dancing? There's actually no music. I dance all the time. Very weird. Anyway, so (laughs) you work within sales in terms of like selling IT and stuff like that. So, um, actually, actually, what would you say are the key um like character traits okay you will need as well as the actual ability like skills would you need to be like good at what you do for my specific job i think in any terms of sales like if it's tech if it's recruitment that people are doing whatever type of sales you need to be yeah drugs as well yeah okay (laughs) i got a diverse audience okay (laughs) what do you think trappers are listening to this economics i I, actually i can imagine they are to the people but anyway, go on. <laughs> you need to be a self-starter. So you need to be able to pick yourself, 
pick yourself up every single morning after you've had a shitty day the day before and just say, right, forget it. I'm going to start again. I'm going to have a fresh mind. I'm going to go into it with fresh eyes and just get this money, you know? Mm-hmm. Get some money for the trip. No, I'm joking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you got to have you got to have a lot of drive to get on. Because a lot of the things you're not guided to, you're not told what to do. You're kind of given, you've got a territory, you've got people you need to go and speak to and then you're left to go and do that. So if you don't do it, you don't achieve, you don't earn your money, you don't make your targets and you're out the company. Well, company I work in anyway, they will move you out Mm. pretty swift if you're not working hard. And I've been in a similar kind of role that I've been doing for the last four years. So Uh, you're doing something right. Yeah, working hard. Okay, in terms of like skill wise, skill wise what would you say is important in terms of things that I've actually learned like from university or well, like not just like I'm just like... saying like to be good at your job you know, like obviously like let's say if you are a I don't know if you work in accountancy skill wise you should be good with numbers you should yeah. be okay. you should be methodical you should have good attention to detail okay all of those things and more so um, definitely good with numbers or is always useful um you've got to be confident and you've got to be a people's person so if you're not confident speaking to new people and yeah. being in environments so communication that are is very communication is very very important developing quick work relationships. absolutely um whether it's internal with externally with new people so with customers Okay, th- yeah, well, you're interrupting. I'm answering them when you're, no, you are. you're over just me. You're smiling, doing shoulder dances. Anyway. I'm not smiling. <laughs> I'm definitely not smiling at you. You're uh, out of control. Okay, cool. So, you cross your ass like a four-year-old. <laughs> um, um, no, you didn't let me finish. I have more skills. All right, go on. Do you care? Yeah, madam skill. Go on, tell us. <laughs> go on. <laughs> I actually hate you. Okay. No, you don't, go on. Um, you've, you're, oh, sorry. You've made me lose my train of thought. Um, okay, yeah, you need to be very organized um there's a lot of things that you're usually doing at once mm. so you need to manage your time very well so time mm. management is huge okay we can move on okay yeah. yeah you made me forget the others that's fine i'll get back to it okay cool um so word on the street is that you're a woman and word on the street <laughs> yeah that's what that's what the man of us saying that's um, what the man of us <laughs> saying yeah no one knows me no one's talking about me yeah well you should be would you rather say the bad ever say that you're you're a man the man them should be saying nothing. I don't understand. Right, cool. Anyway, know. woman in tech. So, yes, women in technology. So when I was looking at some, do you know Americans? I hate when Americans say data, like the data. Show. Data, uh, data. Yeah, like it's definitely data. It's, it's data. Yeah. yeah, a bit of Brexit um, feelings there. But um, so <laughs> what does Brexit have to do with America, please? Just Brexit. What I use for any form of like pro Britain. Do you know how much I hate Brexit? Right, it's going to make my job so difficult. So you know, I've got a European role. Well, can, 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 we, can we wait? Okay, sorry. Yeah. yeah like, now we, okay. Sorry. Yeah. You, you not, brought up Brexit. Is that your podcast? It's your podcast. Anyway, women in tech. So I was looking at data. Yeah, the other day. Yeah. Data. Of there, definitely like it was like thirty minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> the other day. Yeah. Um, I was looking at the data and stop saying that. No, I like the word data. I and won't respond. In terms of like the way the ONS divided the industries the most specific to tech you will say is um, information and communication. So if you look at the total number of impl- um, people employed in this industry as of uh, May 2018, mm-hmm. there was actually three times as many men in this industry as there are women. And when I was looking at in terms of like more globally, mm-hmm. um, I'm surprised at, at that number to be fair. I thought well, it'd be you, much higher. You thought we higher. Yeah, but maybe it's because it's a bit broad information and communication. If you're maybe if you drill into what, like your company, um, I, d- I can't name other companies that before they start trying to work out which one you work and, <laughs> and send a hate mail. I just don't want hate mail, but I may try and find you. I don't know. Um, like Facebook, Facebook, God forbid. Like, <laughs> 33% of um, these, these, I'll give you the number of women work in these workplaces. Facebook okay. is 33%, Instagram 33, LinkedIn 44, Pinterest is probably the highest in this list, um, 44. My okay. LinkedIn was 42. Tumblr 37, surprising. YouTube 30. Amazon 39, Apple 32, Dell 30, Google 31, HP 33. Are you going to say my company? Huh? Are you going to say mine? It's not on the list. No, Uber 36, Yahoo 37. So Microsoft 26, which is one of the lowest ones. Um, So you're seeing that this is an industry heavily dominated by... um, by men. Absolutely. And then when you even when you're looking at... And this is the US, by the way. So... even when you're looking at um, race-wise, Facebook, <laughs> um, this we're gonna go for black because we're black in it. Um, Facebook, 2%, Insta, 4 
YouTube free. Am- men and women. Yeah, men and women. This is okay. just race, yeah. Um, so women is going to be even shorter than that. Um, Amazon 13, they're one, they're, I think they're the, one of the highest. HP 14%. Microsoft 6. Let me see how much in Apple. 12. Like, there isn't that many, like, um, ethnic minorities, period, especially blacks, let alone women. So black women must I can be, vouch for that, yeah. Yeah, like super duper short. Like, maybe that, I don't know if you did the math. So... How is it being a, how, explain your experiences of being a woman in the tech industry. Do you know, at the beginning, it was actually really daunting. Like I have to say, in my five years working for this specific company, I don't think I've ever gone into a meeting room and seen another black woman in my meeting, ever, not once. In five years I've worked in that company. Like yeah, and even, and that's like, whether I'm internally within my company or, Yeah, going to see a client. Yeah, clients as well. Um, It's crazy. It really, really is. So there's been times where I actually like reach out and say like, black women in technology, like, where are you? Like, I've never met you. They must exist. So um, I found it really daunting at the beginning. And um, I had to take it in my stride. I had to say, well, I'm here and I know know I'm good at what I do. So I'm going to make a difference and I'm going to influence other black women to look at this industry as something that they can really strive in and really achieve in because it's done great for me so far and I intend for it to do even better. So, um, yeah, it was daunting. I took it in my stride and you you just, you can't be intimidated by it really. And and I was going to say, and the things with my age as well, I'm quite young and the average person that I spend my time with on a day-to-day is a 40 year old middle age maybe white male yeah. like that those are my peers yeah. so it's yeah it's definitely been interesting i wouldn't say i've struggled with it i've had times where You've i've told you this before i ran all the time okay the one thing i rant about that i absolutely hate and most people that know me know this in the workplace do not call me sassy that's what don't do it. Literally, on a day-to-day, I have to deal with these people swearing, effing and blinding, left, right and centre, whether I'm talking to clients or whether I'm talking internally. Like, they are so foul-mouthed. And the second that I have an opinion and I want to be stern about it, oh, Loretta's sassy today. I will kill you. <laughs> I will actually kill you I and will. your whole family. <laughs> like, no, yeah. don't call me sassy. I, I hate that. So how do you react when that happens? Do you tell, I, them, do you tell them off? Or? Yeah, absolutely. You have to check... Have to, I have to check them every single time. Who are you talking... Who are you talking to? He said the same thing. He wasn't being sassy. He copied exactly what I've said and you didn't call him sassy because I'm a woman. Don't do that. I was about to, I would throw in black women, but I haven't gone there yet. I haven't had to throw the race card down and say, do not disrespect me. But- So when when you do that, how do they react? They love it. It's it's so irritating because like it excites them even more. They're like, oh yeah, like, yeah, Loretta, go. Yeah, get angry. I'm like, I will kill you. They love it. That's because so nice. most of the women that they work with, oh. um, and again, there aren't many that are in sales, they are quite, you know, they're taken aback when people speak to them and, you know, they get really upset and they get more emotional. Agree- more agreeable. More agreeable, but they don't, res- they, yeah, they, they just, they don't say anything or yeah. they'll get upset and then they'll complain about it later on. Me there and then I'm going to address it. Don't talk to me like that. Don't ever in your life. Okay. I find it interesting because like in the workplace, they'll, f- the rare occasions when I've had to like turn up, they look under like turn up. They're like, okay, <laughs> where's the police? Like, <laughs> like they look, where's the police? And they're like, and they come like, are you okay? So it's quite interesting that they. Were, I think it's mainly because you're a woman that they have that type of reaction. Because if it was like, like, let's say like a like me who flipped, they wouldn't like laugh. That is it. But then you got to remember who the people that are around me. Like it's older men, so yeah. they're not going to be intimidated by me necessarily. Yeah. And I think they're not used to women having an opinion and fighting back a little bit. Yeah, so like, wow, what are you talking exa- about? Like, this is exactly it. So um, they are taken aback then by I me. I used to but- shout at their wives like, oh, you... it's so funny because because is like in my experiences, like working like in financial services mm-hmm. and seeing like these type of people you're talking about, like how they handle, because quite a lot of them have housewives. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. but I think obviously that in this economy, it doesn't run. So lads don't even think about it. Don't ever <laughs> let her try. I from, agree. Don't no, make her work. Bums. Anyway, like, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> no, no, this is I'm a, it's a no bum zone. This month's listeners. I agree. Um, so it's so funny. Like when their wives, their wives are called her for some bad shit, yeah, and they get so. And the way they talk to them, they talk to them like disrespectful. They're, they're like, 
you fucking dozy cow, you crashed a rage again. All you have to do is pick up Jerry, go to Asda, but guess what? You crashed a fucking rage again. And then they're like, oh, Terry, you won't believe what? This dozy bird crashed. And they just, yeah. talk, they just talk to these women with such disrespect. I'm thinking, rah, like, you, if you talk to Nigerian women like that, you're getting... You're finished. You, you're so finished. But anyway, it's just interesting to see. Another question I wanted to ask is, did you feel it? you had to do more to gain people's respect or gain recognition for your work? than if you were maybe a different ethnicity or if you're a man or did it not really pan out that? That's a good question. Um, Okay. (laughs) I'm joking. Um, In terms of, I think, did you you ask me standing out first and then about my work? Yeah, in terms of your work and just like general respects, yeah. In terms of general respects, I think me having quite strong opinions and making sure I had a voice from day one kind of, earned me that respect and because I know I'm good at what I do it helps me so if you're going in there and you're waffling and you don't know what you're talking about and you're not confident you'll lose respect you'll lose respect straight away like it's out the window so I made sure that I had that down and I just I built on that to make sure that in terms of respect like they could never waver on that for me and if they did I know it's because they've got a different problem because it's not about my work yeah. um in terms of getting recognition I've probably had it a lot easier than other people probably in my say in the same situation as me because I have always been I've always identified things that were important in the job that I'm doing in terms of having the right manager so for me I won't take a job now and like in the last few years if I don't have a correct manager because I'm not gonna have that fight where I'm working and someone else is getting my recognition or Mm. I'm doing all these things and I'm not getting paid correctly for it like I'm not putting up with any of it so for me half of my job me taking a job is to go with a good manager like the manager I have right now is amazing Mm. like I have a really really good manager Um, And it makes me work even harder, which is really good. So in terms of my recognition, I have to say that I haven't really had too much of a problem, but um, I know people that have. And a lot of the time it is the people that are around you that are influencing that. So one, if you've got a manager that does not have your back, you are finished. In this kind of industry, you are so finished, Mm -hmm. in my opinion anyway. Um, And secondly, you you work with so many snakes. Like these people are so sneaky, Mm -hmm. it's unbelievable. When it's about money, um, so say you've got several people working on a deal and it's about commission split and things like that. It's it's like it's your money. People will people will snake you so quickly. It's unbelievable. It's so unbelievable. So so and then it, they can effectively affect your commission. Hundred percent. See, this is why it's good I don't work in sales because you'll get beaten up. Like you actually <laughs> they get deserve be- it. They you'll do. actually get beaten up. Like I've had it happen to like, me head before. Straight through keyboards. Like it's happened to me before. Um, and some of them you fight to the end and some of them you say, you know what, it's cool. Like one, you'll get yours and two, like I've got bigger, better things coming. But I just, I just take, I've taken L's. I've had to. I haven't taken L's. I've had to. I'm on the business of taking L's. I'll fully wrap the mouse cable around your neck <laughs> until you admit what you've done. Like- I've had to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think me being younger as well and again, working with a lot of older middle-aged people, I'm doing your work for you. Yeah. And you're getting the recognition. Just because of my age now, they can't pay me what they pay you. That's such a part. But it's now- so you're it's a, different yeah yes. so you recently got like a very very lit promotion so you're on a quite you're 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 you're, you're doing things you're like you're you're always flying yes. around yeah so yeah. i'm flying around yeah so now like i'll call you romanian because you're always in romania do you know what i've got a big deal going on in romania so you can call me that as long as you like <laughs> once i sign it then you can continue mm-hmm. chatting crap but so um <laughs> so how often is it every week you're traveling um, every week I'm in a different country pretty much with different clients. I have some weeks when I'm in three countries in one week, which is tiring, but it's kind of cool. I love travelling. You, you quite so. like it, don't you? I love it. Do yeah, you? for now. Your company's good, so I'm assuming they put you in quite nice hotels. And stuff. They do. So I pick the hotel that I want to go to. You I pick only, it? Yeah, yeah. I only go to the Hilton. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I only fly BA as well, and I've got um, like silver lounge access, so everything... Oh, Traveling is a dream. It really is a dream. <laughs> you really finessed them, you know. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait till one day, yeah, they're going to get one evil financial director. Like, yeah, we're doing no more business class flights unless it's over a certain amount of hours. I have to say, yeah. Mm, I haven't said what company I work for, so it's fine. The day, the team that I work in, the day we get audited, like, they go through our numbers properly, wild. Because the way we do dinners in the nicest places in these countries, like, we'll go to the top hotels and have nice dinners and take clients mm-hmm. here and spend drinks. It's crazy. It is 
crazy. Yeah, but uh, quite a lot of um, most like um, big corporations do that type of stuff. They do, yeah. Uh, but eventually, like some companies, they try to crack down. Like when a company I worked for, they proper tried to crack mm. down, and the top dons were not <laughs> having it because <laughs> certain my colleagues I work in finance team, yeah, I work, work in accounting. Some I remember one person, yeah, like their bill was thirty bags. What? They're though? ordering what the wildest bottles of wine, <laughs> like seven racks each. Yeah, That's crazy. And one guy, I actually, think so he, crazy. I actually think he got pammed out of the company. Yeah. <laughs> you have to. No, no, he got pammed out of the company, but <laughs> he has he has mad dough though. Like he actually, because this company's in St. Paul's, yeah, he drove to work every day and parts. Definitely drove to work in a Ferrari every day. He was randomly like, yeah, um, here's my, um, I'm, I'm, this is my expense for, um, yeah, I stayed at this hotel just because I did. Just because, yeah, like he was moving back. So yeah, but um, but even then, when I, well, I think as I was leaving, they were like, yeah, no more business class flights unless it's um, it has to be over a certain hour. Because I think in flights that like, year they spent twenty one million. What pounds in, in terms of something? So yeah, they spent. What millions. are you flying to go and do? Are you are they winning new business for the company? Is that what they're doing? Yeah, but some of them do. But literally, everybody's like the flights are mad that's and so crazy especially because it's a multinational company and bear hell of a do business class like if you're going to Dubai business class has eight racks a flight you tell them those has eight racks that's so crazy and this company's got thousands of people literally flying every week people like you but anyway so you so you so you enjoy so you enjoy the flying and all that type of stuff yeah like, I see on Instagram flexing all the Amsterdam Romania Poland often and where's um so <laughs> So I, I, that's funny because the way the order of countries you said that were the last four countries I've actually it? been to. That's so Look funny. That photographic memory. Um, <laughs> so in terms of like your outside life, so obviously yep. you have a family, you have friends, you have hobbies. Not my family. I don't have a family. I have no children. The oh, oh, is, oh, like, oh, oh sorry, you have a, a family. I'm trying to spoil your market. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying you have a family. Do you not have? A, yes. do, you not, do you have? Do you not have a, like a mom and dad? Yes, I do. Sibling, I have a sister. Yeah, cousins. Yes, aunties. Yes. Nieces. Okay, I'm just saying. So that's I'm a family, right? Yes, that is right, a family, so but I don't have my own family. Try to do lovers LinkedIn on my podcast. And anyway, yeah, why not? Um, so shout me. No, <laughs> 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 You're a bash above. So in terms of like your work life balance, how have you found it? It's difficult. I won't lie. It's very very difficult. So week to week. So I'm I'm quite used to working from home a lot of the time. So my weeks are usually very flexible. And since I've started tra- traveling since the beginning of the year, I'm never here. It's really, really bad. Like I can be gone Sunday night to Friday evening. Mm. And therefore I've got set. I just want to sleep. Mm. When I get home, I just want to sleep. Um, I've, I've worked around it. So I do have family members that say they haven't seen me in six months. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's, it's a time I'm not going to do it forever it's um, a great opportunity so I have to take it I, I, I don't have time for the gym unless I bring my gym stuff with me and I'm going in the hotel it's crazy you should do that though I do most times but yeah, elite gym. these times these people want me out drinking with clients so it's just I have no time oh, I have yeah, no sure, time for anything sure. it's really sad okay. um, but no my work life balance is it's getting better I'm learning how to manage it better and I'm just more tired because rather than say, right, I'm going to get back on a Thursday evening and sleep all weekend, I'll say, right, I'll make plans with my beautiful people. Okay, cool. Um, so I have to, yeah, okay. work on it. So um, speaking of like wildlife ads, so mm-hmm. um, in terms of like historically, um, we've all heard about like, so you obviously debates are career women or family women. Yeah. When, do you believe this is such a dumb question? Because obviously it can be, but can you believe that people like you who are like quite high, you're a high flyer, just keep it short, um, can have a um, healthy family and career life? I definitely think women can have it all, and they can have the work life balance. I've seen it work, but not in the job that I'm doing now. And I can accept and understand that the specific role that I'm doing, I wouldn't be able to do it when I'm ready to start a family, which is absolutely fine with me because when I'm ready to do it, I'll step back and I'll put myself in a position where I can do the work life family Mm. balance because it's definitely something that I want. Um, But I will never sit here for one minute and say the job that I'm doing now, I can do it and have a family. It's impossible. Because of the, is that mean because of travel? Because of the travel, how tired I am. Like I'd have absolutely no time for it. Just there's no time for it. So it's interesting because, um, like naturally you see people say, why aren't there many women in a high class job? Yeah. Oh, there's not that many people, women in the boards and stuff like that, but 
they do similar type of jobs yeah. as you where they're working the same amount of hours and flying out. And it's mainly men. So now maybe we, so do you, can you understand why we don't see as much women there? I'm gonna find, let me ask you two questions. Can you look, okay. Okay, so how much, in, okay, there obviously there's a shortage of women in these type of roles. Yeah. Especially in tech and financial services, but you work in tech. Mm-hmm. So one, do you think, how much impact do you think on that lack is to do with the actual work-life balance? And how much do you think is to do with like the glass ceiling or discrimination and stuff like that? Okay, um, so your first question in terms of the work-life balance element of it, it does affect it a lot. Um, I've seen a lot of women in these type of roles and then they decide they want to have a family and they do step back, step out of their career. And once you're out for a year and a half, it's very difficult to get back into the flow of, right, I'm just going to throw myself into working 60 hour weeks, 80 hour weeks, etc. Um, You've got a choice to make. At the end of the day, some women make it work. Some women rarely see their children and they're traveling Monday to Friday and they come back on the weekend. And that's what they choose to do. And if it works for them, great. Other women say they don't want to make that sacrifice and they want to work from home three days a week and they can do that. So in terms of the roles you'll see them in, they will be lesser roles because of that. That's absolutely fair. I think what needs to change is putting every woman in that stereotype because I've met a lot of women in my industry again not necessarily black women so I don't know if there's a difference between race but I've definitely met women that have said like my career is my everything I'm happy with that I've got a husband who does something similar so it works for us both I decided not to have children and they shouldn't be discriminated against because they've gone that path but you find that no, but honestly, you find that they're looked at as, oh, like they're really weird. weird. Like, you know, they're too manly. They're too they're too strong. And, they're t- you know, people don't like to work with them because they see them as strange. But then at the same time, you've got a woman who's taken, you know, the family route and she wants to work less. And they're saying, oh, you know, she's just, she's not going to be, she's not going to be put in that role because she decides to have a family. So like, where is yeah, the winning between that? And yeah. in terms of discrimination and the glass ceiling, your second question. Um, whether I'm the exception I don't know because I I think I've had some really great opportunities personally and I don't feel like the glass ceiling is something that has affected me too heavily in my career so far again I'm young so I've got time not that I want it to happen but yeah. I've got time to face the, the more difficult yeah, issues yeah, but... yeah I'm just seriously um, how it could have hopefully not yeah. obviously in your role um, yours is quite a uh, you could easily see performance in it yeah. in what you do. Mm-hmm. And obviously I know you, you've been slapping numbers, so it'll be very stupid for the people to not elevate you because if they elevate you, it's good They know. Yeah. I, I threaten that all the time. Not all the time, <laughs> but I threaten it just enough to know that I interview quite regularly with other companies yeah. to know my worth. Yeah. So my company have to match it or I'll walk. Yeah. When you work in this kind of industry, you can double your salary when you go somewhere else. So if your company aren't stacking up and paying you correctly for the work you're actually doing that you deserve to get money for, I'm gone. Mm. I'm gone. Do you, do you, and I'm assuming you negotiated your salary? Yes, I did. Okay. Um, um, it's quite interesting because quite a lot of women like, specifically don't negotiate their salary. Yeah. Why do you think that is from your experience? And do you ever talk to your friends about it and stuff like that? Mm, that's a good question. Um, so I... Okay, two parts. So I can I understand why women find it difficult because it is a difficult conversation and it's not a natural one, yeah. I think, for women to have. It's not natural because even now... In general, even yeah. Even now I'm thinking, hmm, when my contract ends, if they're going to renew me, they're going to have to... Because they try to add hella little oh, really? roles to my thing and now I actually have to uh, work. Yeah. Now I have to actually <laughs> think about work after five. But like, I'm like, right, actually... Like, no, I actually stay to work till five now. Yeah. Which is... Like, before even at four, so I actually have to taking do taking a piss basically. Yeah, but yeah, I'm efficient in it. But now I'm actually like, raw. Like I actually have to do more work. So. Yeah, up there, Yeah, you have so, to negotiate. Yeah, yeah but um, yeah. Okay, go on. Um, this is another thing about having a good manager who knows your worth and who's willing to fight for it as well. Because if you've got a manager that doesn't care about you, he'll leave you to leave. They don't. They don't care. Um. But in terms of negotiating your salary, I think not enough women do it. I always coach my friends on how they should do it. Like, Mm. I I always go in with a plan. Whenever I'm having this kind of discussion, whether it's about my salary or whether it's about anything personal to do with me, I go in with a plan so I know why it is that I'm 
requesting for an increase in my pay or if there's commission that I should be paid, why I'm even having this conversation. I have all the points to back up. So I'll go back six months if I need to and tell you what I've been doing mm. to ensure that you understand what I understand, why I should have that money. Um, yeah, and I've, I, I back up my point with evidence every mm. single time you have to. So I do often coach my friends on how they negotiate for more money. Mm. Um, and you've got to be ballsy. You've got to take the piss, why not? Mm. If if you think you're worth fifty, go for go for sixty two and see what they say. Yeah, and the thing is, it's, it's, <laughs> that's what um men are notoriously known for doing. Yeah. Now women are notoriously known to do the opposite. Yeah. Like every single job I go, I will. If it comes to negotiation, I'll just say a wide number and just see where I say yeah. I land. Why not? Some people will be timid. Like you just got to believe in your wave. Um, another question I wanted to ask you is like, okay, cool. So you're you're out here in these streets. You're making racks. You're out living your life. You're doing very well. You're in your um, career. Oh, thank you. Um, I often see this quite a lot. I'm very skeptical of this Ooh. notion, and I'll tell you my reasons why. Um, but I see quite a lot of people say stuff like, from not people, um, young ladies say, Oh, yeah, so many men are intimidated by me, by my um, intelligence or by mm-hmm. my success. Do you feel, have you ever had that experience? And do, and what are your thoughts on that? Is it like, and maybe speak to other women in your mm-hmm. fields for that? I have to say, and again, I'm not. I'm only speaking for myself. I'm not speaking for anyone else. I don't meet men that are intimidated by me, and that's. I don't know if it's the men that I'm meeting or you know the, the circles that I mix with. I don't know what it is, but I don't agree with that personally. Not not to its full extent. So um, I can imagine women do date guys that are intimidated by them absolutely but then those are not the guys that you should be messing with like it's as simple as that no okay but yeah but the debate seems like it's bare guys so let me tell you my thoughts on it did you say so from the guy's perspective you're saying or from the woman's perspective no from the woman's perspective they say like there's like loads of guys okay first first things first yeah basically okay. saying this yeah they, you haven't achieved niche so far so you need to relax secondly a lot of people say this aren't actually smart which rattles me, like you're not actually smart. Well, so, the women, yeah, like you're actually. Maybe they are smart. No, 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 no. I, I've like what, no one's when it's people that you. I've seen what you say about stuff. And yeah, you're as thick as a <laughs> pair of Yeezy five hundreds. Like you're actually thick. Like you're so incredibly. That's dead. really sad. No, but like I actually find it offensive. Like, but my personal theory on this, I wanted to get like I I see life. As a, as a bell, you know what a bell curve is? Surely. Of course. Okay, cool, just testing you. So a bell curve for the listeners is like an upside down U. So it starts off really low, goes up to its peak and it comes back down. Like I see a lot of things in life you could see it kind of follows that bell curve pattern. So I think if you look at, um, let's say you get 10 guys and you've got like a really successful, intelligent, just like a, basically like an elite woman. Like she's she's got very- um, Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. So they're like one chipmunk. Anyway. <laughs> So you've got like a, somebody that's very good, like got like ticking all the boxes, um, good looking, very smart, great job, successful, got money, blah, blah, blah. How you doing? That dead dance move. Anyway, I feel like in terms of like intimidation, I feel like you have, you're going to have some guys here that like at the bottom of that bulk of that are going to see that like, oh, I'm not, I'm not as good as her. And they start moving mad. Their insecurities start to play up. Yeah. You're going to have some guys going to be like, Hey, this girl's wavy. Like, I, yeah. like, I feel that. Then I think in the middle, you're going to have people that could go either way. And ha- and depending on which way they go, I think it depends on the personality of the person. So if you're like, for example, I know you and I don't want to really big you up, but you're not... Big me up, it's fine. You're not big-headed whatsoever. You're very grounded. You're very relaxed and chilled. Like, nobody will know that... You- Actually, no, your Instagram shows that you do live lifestyle. But like, do you know what I mean? Like, if somebody meets you, they don't want to think like, yeah, this is somebody who's your job title, I don't want to say your job title, that's doing doing their thing. Mm-hmm. They won't really notice that. Like, you're just a very calm, lovable person. Whereas, and I think that wouldn't intimidate, like, the vast majority of guys. Yeah. Whereas I think, like, if you're like, one of them people, like, yeah, I just did this, I did that, I'm so wavy, like, and just basically throwing stuff in people's faces, like, yeah. oh my God, you still eat there? That's so, like, I would never eat it. Like, do you know, like, basically belittling somebody with mm-hmm. what you've done? And, and there's plenty of men that do that as well, not just women. I feel like that kind of, you know. The difference from my perspective is when a man does it, that's what a lot of women are looking for. So they're oh. looking to the guy because they, 
they love that he does that shit. Yeah. Like they love a guy that's, you know, bigging up himself and the job that he does and the money that he earns because that's what a lot of women are chasing what they want to find. That's no wrong in that. If that's what they want, mm. darling, get what you want to get. But when a woman does it, one, it's seen as unattractive. Mm. Two, they're seen as these independent women that don't need a man. Yeah. They do need a man, yeah. but you know, they're just proud of their accomplishments yeah. like, and they should be able to say the things that they're achieving and the yeah. money that they're earning, but it doesn't get received in the same yeah. way. And it's just it's just the society that we're in, the yeah, generation it, 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 that it, we're it, it's in. It's a shame. It's I, how, yeah. I feel like if you have any sort of interest in somebody's well-being, you should be happy and proud that they're doing something, especially in a relationship setting. You should think rather that, that means if she is on this, if we combine, that's lit. Even if yours is like small, but your small plus her is- But women that. like to use it to put people down. I have to say, because it might be a case where women have seen, you know, we've been held down so long and it's so difficult for us to get here. When I get here, I'm going to shit on everyone. Yeah. And I, I've, I've met women like that. And like, I understand it, but then I'll, I will also understand why you find it difficult to meet someone because if you want to shit on everyone, if they're not doing the same thing you're doing and if they don't have the same level of job as you, they don't want nothing to do with you. Yeah. So when you say you don't meet them, well, yeah, because you're and shitting also, on if, everyone. if you are self-proclaimed I make people intimidated because I'm of a higher caliber. Then that means no one likes you. You know, will like you. Yeah, yeah, but then, but then also, then why don't you just date people of your caliber then, like, like Rihanna, like Rihanna, Rihanna's dating pool is not going to be large because she's a multi-millionaire, yeah, attractive superstar. So she can't just date like me, for example. Like, like I'm a nobody for now. For now. For now. Anyway, well, I hope so, inshallah. But like, (laughs) like yeah, like you can't just date like. Joe from Stratford. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, I understand. Because like two lives are a bit different. She's not to date like she's dating some billionaire right now, some Saudi billionaire. Yeah, but that's more in her like level of lifestyle. So it's one of those things. Okay, hmm. The only thing else I want to ask you. Can I just say one other point on that though as well? Yeah. I think well the age that I'm at now, I'm only twenty six. So for me, the guys that I would be looked to be dating, I don't assume him to have everything figured out now. He, he I don't need him to have like racks and like loads of money like i wouldn't mm. expect it do you know what i mean so i think another thing is that we as women when we're doing significantly well we expect a lot more from the other person when they're just not there yet they're gonna get there yeah you're shitting on them when give them five years yeah you, you gotta be intentional you, you gotta have yeah. the ability um as a person to do, um, differentiate between somebody who's on a journey and somebody who's just a general bum follow the intelligence I'm t- intelligence is everything if he's intelligent and you look to him and you can learn from him and you can see that this intelligence won't keep him at the level he's at for now you got yeah, a winner because yeah, you, you have some people you that like um for example like one of my friends um she she's she comes from a mad rich family like mm-hmm. her dad her dad bought her house in baron's court wow like, yeah like literally a minute from Barrow's Court. That's like crazy. you were, you could throw a stone from house to Barrow's Court. Like she she was like sick at her job. And then she 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 finally met this guy, yeah. And she met this guy and he was like proper cool. But he worked at MS, but he's got like a degree and two masters. Like he's super duper bright. Yeah. Wow. So she she also thought why he was working at MS. But he randomly met this geezer who's a wealth manager. And then they yeah, got talking. He said, listen, pay me a pay me a grant, I'll teach you everything I know. It's, this story's so mad, yeah. So he obviously paid him a grand. This guy told him everything he's know. Probably lied a bit on his CV. Yeah. Definitely lied better. You know? As you do. Yeah. No, no, Embe- no. Like, it's no, embellishing. Yeah, no, 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 no. He made up jobs. Like, he's like, he's like he made up, he was like, here, here, here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but because it he knows it, he it? could talk about it, was a guy not earning 500, 500 pounds a day? That's crazy. 500 pounds a day. And when you're a contractor, you don't get, you don't get income tax. You pay corporation tax. Yeah. So, and that's what, 19% or probably at that time would be 21% of your profits, which is obviously your um, revenue minus your expenses. And obviously when you're a contractor, you, you do like you do a few things that boost up expenses, but really it's covering your day-to-day life. Uh-huh. So you basically take home like upwards of 78% of your salary. Whereas if he was on that um, via PAYE, he will have taken home half of that. Literally yeah, it's half, crazy. It's is, so painful. Which is actually disgusting. You, it must be terrible for you. It's so painful. What about when you get like bonus and thingy? It's so painful. Sometimes I get less than half. It's so rude. That is, that's it's just not so, right. so, so that's rude. Right. That's like, right. like, there's, okay, I'm not even going to say the number, but yeah, it's, it's like, it actually makes me want to cry. That's so disgusting. And they'll give you the full number and there's just bare yeah, zeros. Hello. Hello, and then just... you see the after number, you're like, bro. Is what's is it even worth it? Is it actually even worth it? It's disgusting. 
But like, yeah, but like, so now he's earning, like he's, he was probably taking home stuff for like a hundred, he was definitely taking over a hundred K after tax a year. Crazy. Yeah. But if she could have been like, oh yeah, he was at MNS. Follow the intelligence ladies. If he's intelligent, he won't be there for He's earning double her. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. So in fact, his take home is double her tax, her before tax at that time. And she had a sick job. So is what it is. So yeah, um, before we go and ask you, we're gonna, we're gonna do a young advice section. But is there anything that you've worked on? Would you say that's quite interesting being in the tech side as well? Um, there are quite a few things actually. Um, I think working with technology, you get a lot of opportunities to see the things that are going to make a difference in the future. Mm-hmm. So for me, there are two different areas that I worked with that I'd say they're huge and everyone probably knows about them but um artificial intelligence and blockchain i think they're both like it's unreal and there's so much to learn about it and it's so much that it will impact so the sooner you learn more about it now the better um i thought more about ai only because i find it more interesting i know i said i'll do blockchain but i'm gonna go with that um like the things that it's doing. So I was working, I work mainly within the financial services industry. That's always been my area of expertise, but I spent a little bit of time working in AI with health. Mm -hmm. They literally have transformed, it's mainly in the States at the moment, but they've transformed the way that they work in hospitals. Like they, so what you can do is you have an artificial intelligence body that can gather like masses and masses and masses of information mm. like in a in a split second so yeah. you've got doctors that are working alongside imagine like years and years of journals and studies mm. and um you know different um what's the word i'm looking for different um surgeries that have been mm. done and mm. you've got all that at your fingertips so mm. like you can help diagnose people more with all yeah so much more efficiently so yeah it's unreal it's really really cool yeah i saw that about ai i remember AI when i cool. asked you to send me the stuff that you've been looking at on blockchain by oh email my goodness months ago literally maybe oh, last year i think it was last year uh, did you do it no do you oh, know how bad it is oh, I, I have a folder I and like, and I know, I know you told me. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't have my laptop on me. Oh, get out! You said this every time. <laughs> All right, cool. That's so bad. I remember. I I forgot. Okay, I cool. So, um, sorry. In terms of, in fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some advice. Oh, okay. I'll take it. Okay, so, um, you're in a quite a big company, yeah. And I'm sure they have. Everybody has these diversity. Yeah, diversity. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> what you should do, I believe, mm-hmm. and I want other people, especially because you're in actually in a position of power, like you're actually quite, you're, you're quite high up in your, in your field, yeah, in your division or sector or whatever, team, blah blah blah. You should go to them and say, I want to start a diversity thing for black women. Yeah, you should do that. You probably don't have that much time, but if you do that, send some emails around. Then what you can do is you get a slave. Basically, I call people that do all your dirty work slaves. So interns, they're basically slaves. So get like a, oh get like a slave. So this is like a grad. Yeah. Get a grad to run it. And then, boom, because like, as you said, you always see you tweet, oh, women in tech. And you don't have that many followers. So it's not even a shame thing, but like, because you don't have that many no, followers. you don't use it. Yeah, and you don't really use it. Yeah. Um, you don't get that much reach. But I think like, I there must be so many young ladies who want to get into tech, who just see it's interesting. But they don't have that access. And in, I think information is so important. Like yeah, I agree. some people go to private schools and if they want to, if they want to get into industries like that, like, oh yeah, my dad or my boy's friend knows something about it. Like even w- right now, I'm quite lucky that I've started to meet so many different people in so many different fields. So if someone wants advice on this, I'm like, oh, you could talk to my man or you could talk to Shorty. But, yeah. So maybe talk you could to do that. Shorty. But um, are you open for people contacting you? Absolutely. So just on your point there, internally, I do try and reach as many people as I can. So it's 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 not as good as it could be. There is a diversity program and they're always really, really shit. But whenever I do have time, I do make mm. the time to go and meet with them. And if I, if I see another black woman in my office, this is another thing about me personally, though. I will go up to her and be like, I'm Loretta, like, what do you do? Like, it's so amazing to see you here. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not shy like that. So I will introduce myself and make sure I know every single black woman mm. around me in my company. It's really, it's probably quite weird, but well, that's, good, that's, that's, good, that's, that's what good. I do. I think people need to be more open to do that. Or if you're a bit shy, just drop something in the email, like, like just drop something in the email. But yeah, um, so I'll put in 
would you how would you prefer email people email you um, email me tweet me I don't go on Twitter very much but I will respond because I love stuff like this like reach out ask me any questions pick up the phone okay no you don't no. have my number so no but email me first I much prefer to speak on the phone so email me send me a couple of questions the then, phone, you know? yeah oh. no okay, honestly it's so much <laughs> so annoying <laughs> you're so annoying um I prefer to have a conversation I come ask me to meet for a coffee I'm down for that okay it's lit so I might even set up something so I can like somehow manage to benefit from this of course of course you'd want to benefit from this okay anyway thank you Laurel for joining me today that's no problem um if you're listening to this on SoundCloud please follow and what's other thing you do yeah repost on your feed so people who follow you um can see it um also share it and if you listen to on Apple Podcasts please give me a young review preferably five star but if you think it's less than that you can even write a comment yeah no don't write a comment I don't mind um we'll delete it no, I can't delete it, but I've, I've had quite, actually, I've had bare, I want to say bare, but I've seen quite, a, I've had that more than 200 um, ratings, so thank you That's very much. That's pretty good. Yeah, thank you very much. It's, I'm also at five stars as well, so which makes my podcast look better than it is. So shout out you lot, I very much appreciate that. Um, also, a special shout out to my boys at Free Shots Tequila. It was their 100th episode this week. Shout out Marv, we've known for quite a long time. Shout out Keith, I've known for quite a long time. Shout out Taze as well. Massive Chief, 100 podcasts, I haven't missed one. I was actually on their 100th episode. It was a bit of mayhem, so listen to that. But please don't confuse me for them. Like, I'm not like them. Like, their views are not mine. <laughs> I have to keep on branding <laughs> this podcast. But yeah, make sure you check them out. Um, they've got a live show in August. Shout out to people who came to the Touchline Fracas live show as well. I'm going to do a live show. I don't think I've said it on the podcast, but yeah, I'm going to do one. I actually need to plan it. Exciting. Um, yeah, I need to plan it, um, which is hella long. So if you want to do it for me. It's, you know, no, 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 I'm going to do it for me. Come with a different pitch. If you want to get involved and collaborate with me and help, <laughs> please email me hello at Dysonomics. So that's even if you wanted to give me advice or if you've got a young venue or if you're a DJ or a photographer that want to get involved, please, please hit me up. I should have done that begin the podcast case people tune out. Hopefully they didn't. But yeah, thank you for listening. God bless. Can you shout me out? Um, what? Like, what, what am I shouting I out? I don't know. Every, a lot of people got shout outs and I just feel like you need to shout me out. Why not? Okay, thank you for being my car. Shout out <laughs> you. You shout me out. Got it. <laughs> and no, no, but seriously, thank you, Loretta, for joining me and spending your time. That's you know, fine. That's like a flipping weirdo. You're but welcome. yeah, thank you. Anyway, thanks for listening. God bless. Sports Social Podcast Network.